What's the state of banking trust when it comes to businesses? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director of Information Security Media Group. There's a new study out called the Business Banking Trust Study. We're talking today with Terry Austin, CEO of Guardian Analytics, who sponsored the study. Terry, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks a lot, Tom. So, Terry, give us sort of the, the mission statement of this survey here. What did you intend to, to find out when you went out and conducted the study? Well, Tom, over the last year, there's been an unprecedented, uh, an unprecedented number of attacks and frequency of attacks on business banks, and in particular, business banks that serve the small and medium business community. And as you know, small and medium businesses are really the backbone of our economy and our economic recovery. Um, so we were very interested in understanding what's behind these attacks and what's really happening. You know, the FBI and the FDIC have gone on record talking about the increase in incidents in these types of fraud attacks. So the mission of doing this more in-depth study was really to gain insights into the scope of the attacks, what's causing the attacks, how banks are responding, and to create a more comprehensive view of the uh, type and style of attacks and, and what happens after the attack occurs. How, how are the banks and businesses responding? Terry, what would you say are sort of the high-level headlines from this study? Well, you know, the, the, the highest-level headline is, is that banks have a new troubled asset, and it's their customers. Um, we just found uh, a really alarming number of attacks that are being perpetrated on the small and medium business community. Over 55% of the businesses that we surveyed, and we surveyed 530-plus employees from companies with 200 employees or less across the United States representing a broad range of businesses and demographics, and over half of them, over 55% of them, have experienced a fraud attack in the last 12 months. Um, so, so the level of attack is, uh, is really alarming. And then secondly, um, the bank's ability to protect their customers and protect these small and medium business customers is really uh, very poor. Um, the businesses reported that in 80% of the cases, the banks were not able to detect the fraudulent activity before the money actually left the bank. And the only way that it was detected was when the business themselves actually reviewed their account statements and noticed that there was something amiss. And then the third kind of headline is that these businesses are losing faith and losing trust in their banks, and they're leaving their banks as a result of these attacks. Forty percent of the businesses that experienced a fraud attack actually indicated that they either left their bank altogether, fired their bank, or shifted the majority of their banking activity away from the bank in question. So it, it's really pretty astonishing, both the, the rate of attack, the bank's failure to uh, adequately protect their customers, and the customer's willingness to shift their business allegiance away from the bank that's not adequately protecting them. So really, Terry, this is speaking exactly to the headlines we're reading about customers suing banks and banks suing customers. This is the type of fraud that's at the heart of those cases. That's absolutely right. And, um, you know, it's surprising the, uh, the sort of flat-footedness of the industry and their ability to respond. And it absolutely plays to the trusted relationship between the business and the bank. 
And, you know, one interesting statistic that came out of this is that um, over half of the respondents, 54% of the respondents, said that they lost confidence in their bank following a single fraud attempt. But 8% of the respondents said that they actually increased their trust in their bank as a result of the bank's response to a fraud attack. So it says that there's real hope for the banks to do a better job protecting their customers. And if they do that, they actually have the opportunity to gain their customers' trust even in the face of this um, unrelenting set of attacks from the fraud community. Now, you've had a chance to review these results. Would you say that there were any surprises in what you've seen? Well, there were a few surprises. I mean, certainly the rate of attack and the, and the, uh, and the customer churn away from banks. But also there, there's a lot of... Um, opportunity for the bank to be more transparent with their customers. 24% of the businesses that we surveyed claim that their banks either do not provide a policy explaining their responsibilities, um, and 39% were not sure at all if the policy even existed. So there's a real lack of transparency between the bank and their customers. But one thing that was resoundingly clear is that the businesses hold their banks responsible. The overwhelming majority of businesses uh, indicated that the banks are responsible for protecting their assets and for preventing fraud, and the banks just aren't doing a good job. Well, that's a good point. What would you say is the main message that, that you want to deliver to your banking customers here? Well, there's a real opportunity. Your, your businesses are under attack. Um, they know it. They're looking to their bank to protect them. The banks aren't doing a good job today. And if they don't step it up, they're, they're really going to lose their customers. So it's really time for the banks to evolve their definition of what reasonable security is and really step up and protect their customers. Well, if they don't do it, the court's going to decide it, as we've seen in, in suits that have been filed. Absolutely. Terry, what and is that's, it? A, that's the worst-case scenario for, for the, uh, the forum for these things to be resolved. Well, absolutely. There's a real opportunity here for the banks to... Uh, to get in front of this problem. Well, let's think of how they can respond then. For banks and credit unions, I realize it's been more of a bank issue than credit unions. What are the action items that they can take from, you know, not just the survey results, but the reality of what we see out in the in the, the fraud field now? Well, there's a number of things that, that banks can do. One, they can uh, be clear about uh, their policies and their approaches to protecting their customers. Two, they can uh, take advantage of some of the leading technologies that are available to proactively predict where fraud is going to occur, and they can monitor their users' accounts in a very detailed manner so that they can anticipate anomalies and unusual behavior in those accounts and actually proactively prevent fraud before money leaves the bank or leaves the small business. That would save everybody a tremendous amount of um, anxiety, a tremendous amount of time, and um, lost productivity, and you would get these, this, uh, this stuff out of the courts and back to the trusted business relationship where it belongs. Now, you're just announcing these survey results now. Give me a sense of what you're going to do with these results and where people can go to get more information. Well, uh, we are publishing this report. It's available for download at uh, guardiananalytics.com, or you can go to bankinfosecurity.com to register for our March 17th webinar, where we'll be covering this in more detail.
Very good, Terry. I appreciate your time and your insight today. It's it's a great and timely topic, and I look forward to hearing more, and I hope that we can come back a year from now and report progress in this area. Likewise. Thanks very much, Tom. We've been talking with Terry Austin, CEO of Guardian Analytics. The topic has been Business Banking Trust, a new study. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.